Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin, and as you might already know, if you, well, if you read the descriptions, Eric is unable to join on this one. Uh, as we have stated, he has moved recently and has been getting behind on uh, unpacking and getting the house put together. Uh, so he had to forego one more week, but at least there hasn't been multiples in a row. Uh, he did join for the interview that, if you, again, read the descriptions, uh, you will see that we have an interview on this episode with Troy of Bricks and Mortar, which is a part one of two interview. The part two we'll do in a couple weeks. We'll get into more details as to uh, all of that as we get into the episode. But for Eric, uh, he did join in on that as we did that prior to today. And we're going to get right into this episode as per usual, when Eric is unable to make it, I've got his list of new songs to mention and a list of shows to mention and so forth. i uh, got a bunch of great music shared with us, and so we're going to get to all of that here in just a moment. I'm going to kick off with a list of new releases that have come out and will be coming out soon. Uh, we're going to start on September 11th, Mock Execution release Circle of Madness, which is an EP on La Vida Es, or La Vida es Un Mus Discos. Bodaget released Still at Home. We're going to be talking more about that here in a moment. On the 12th, Sergeant Skag released a new full length called At Least More Than Halfway Dead on Ska Punk International. Scumback released Big Pig, which is a single. Dead Set released on the 13th, self-titled Dead Set EP on Days. And that's D-A-Z-E for whenever I mention any of their other releases, as they've been putting out some recently. Heel Turn released Amber, which is a single. We played that. Recently, uh, The Traders released How Much Art Can You Take on the 14th. Shoreline released Needles, which is a single on Pure Noise Records. Uh, these are on the 14th as well. Uh, Motive released Controlled Confusion, which is an EP on La Vida Es Un Mus Discos. Then on the 15th, our friends in City Riot, they released Remember the Days of 99. KDMF released False Starts, Open Endings on Lockjaw Records. Magnitude released Of Days Renewed on Triple B Records. If you couldn't tell, the 15th was a Friday. Uh, Fat Mike released Gets Strung Out, and that's on Fat Records. And that features, because of the term strung or uh, its other term string, it features a lot of strings in it. So I uh, didn't know that ahead of time, but I did check it out. So if you're curious, Fat Mike gets strung out that's what it's about uh, after that also still on the 15th Malad released underdog which is a single our friends in that band as well Broer lab released self-titled la vida es un mus discos is where you'll find it give us hope released to those who wait on 1054 records great hardcore label there at australia putting out all kinds of stuff and i recommend checking them out the Last Mile and Pez, P-E-Z-Z, -Z, released a split LP on Rad Girlfriend Records. Crazy in the Brains put out a new one. Ghosts Don't Die, which is a single. Existence released Death and Disorder, which is two tracks. We played something from that last week. The Uppers released Manic Melodies, EP on Spaghetti Town Records and Vonda Records. It's good. Uh, Four-track EP. If we don't play something here, I'll definitely be playing something over on Punkadoy Worldwide before too long. 
Molotov released uh, the Montreal session number 22, September 23, which is a Pills Records and Pandemics Records release. Since We Were Kids released Rehashed Road Rash on Irish Voodoo Records. Ricky Rochelle released Tucker Carlson Sucks, which is a single. We'll be talking more about that specific track and the band here, uh, the Young Rochelles, as we get into the music as well. North Park released Wasteland on Wiretap Records. Bed released Tear You Out, which is a single on Wiretap Records. Then we get to the 16th, The Last Responders. They released Time Well Spent, a TLR classic. Uh, Suburban Toys released Out of the Blue, which is a single on Fungalized Punk on the 18th. Then on, or also on the 18th, a couple other releases. Cigarette Camp released Chalk, which is on Dead Broke Records. Starving Roll Wolves released a new single, Please Listen, on Pirates Press Records. That's where their new release is coming out. I did get to see them perform that track live when they were in town with Special Duties just a couple weeks ago, which was awesome. Great track, so go check it out. Love Pirates Press. Uh, after that, we're going to move to the 20th. Media Slaves put out Don't Quit Your Day Job single. Go check it out, but if you don't, we'll be playing it on the next episode. Young Guys, they released All These Steps Lead Us the Wrong Way. That's on Rad Girlfriend Records. 22nd is when that will be coming out uh, this Friday. I've got several releases on the 22nd, which also include American Television releasing Scars, Train Dodge releasing The Alley Parade on Spartan Records, Clover's Curfew releasing Sail Away. I'm looking forward to that, and we will definitely be playing something on that on the next episode. Uh, Chaver, or I think C-H-A-V-E-R, releasing Of Gloom on B-D-H-W Records. Then the O'Reilly's and the Patty Hats releasing Wake the Rebels. Looking forward to that one. I've already heard one or two of the early released singles. Then Pew 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 released Sick Days, uh, or will be. These are all in the future, that is, on the 22nd. The Dorks are releasing... Gesschaft's uh, Model Haas. Yeah. Just go look up D-Dorks on Demons Run Amok. That's where that release will be. Go Betty Go is releasing a new single called Keep Up, which will be on Wiretap Records. Tuning is releasing Dark Hours on Indecision Records. Freya releasing Fight as One on Upstate Records. Force Majeure is releasing Triste Seer on Primator Crew and Double Turn Records. Another Pirates Press release will be The Slackers releasing a new single called Kill You. Uh, Strangulatorious, I think I got that right, and Attactics are releasing a split on Pasaderic Pat's records. That'll be a PP115, or that's the number for their, their release there on Pasaderic Pat's records. Contra Code. Uh, that is on the 25th, that is. We did move from the 22nd to the 25th. Then on the 28th, Contra Code will be releasing Friday Junior. On the 29th, there's a handful of releases. That'll be next Friday. There will be Filth is Eternal releasing Find Out. Broken Vow releasing Anthro... Anthropocene? Anthropocene on Triple B Records. I don't know if I've got that album title pronounced correctly, but it's Broken Vow on Triple B. Blackest Dawn releasing Twisted Place, which is an EP on Upstate Records 68, the number 68, releasing Yes And on Pure Noise Records. Savage Beat releasing Tomorrow, Might Never Come, and Used to Be a Tiger. Looks like two tracks on Wapshuwap Records. 
Lame is releasing Dijon Que Vengan on La Vida, La Vida Es Un Mus Discos, who's putting out a lot of stuff as of recent, if you didn't notice. The Adam Age releasing, self-titled The Adam Age on Asian Man Records. School Drugs releasing Procession, which is an EP on Indecision Records. And finally, on the 30th of this month, Mortar releasing Fire and Steel on Nick Nick Nee V. Uh, or Vi, N-N-N-W. So go check all of those out. There are a handful of other releases uh, that will be coming out before too long. Uh, I don't know the release dates, but I did have them as coming out, like the Young Ones with Bedlam Boys. Uh, that'll be on Lionheart Records. Uh, no Consent, See You in Hell, uh, Nagon releasing Generations of the Wasteland, RES 84 is their mini album. I think it's supposed to be coming out this month. Uh, Rien Nepura Fasir, The Mistakes Split with UK Subs, I believe is supposed to be coming out this month. Unwanted Noise, I think it's putting out Bury Me on the South Shore sometime soon. The Dead Rabbits releasing Waves. Backbreaker releasing Reclaim the Streets. And the Hard Crops Split with Brute. So a lot of this stuff should be coming out soon. I don't know if it's within that release window I was just discussing. But if any of those are bands that you enjoy, know those are coming out soon. So you may want to look them up, check them out. Let's get into Eric's list, and then we'll get into playing some music. Eric has on the September 13th, Dead Set's self-titled Dead Set, Private Mind, releasing In Vain, which is a single. Then on the 14th, Mugshot, releasing Life's Debt, which is a single. I think I just said that. But just in case I didn't, it's a single. On the 15th, Magnitude, releasing Of Days Renewed, Give Up Hope, releasing To Those Who Wait, Serration, releasing Simulations of Hell, Since We Were Kids with Rehashed Road Rash, Slaves UK, releasing Punk's Dead Live from Reading, uh, which is a single, uh, Slaves UK, a.k.a. Soft Play, uh, Hatred Surge, releasing Horrible Mess 2005 through 2007. Then on the 16th, Last Responders, Time Well Spent single on the 22nd, Cannibal Corpses, Chaos Horrific. And then on the 29th, Harm's Way with Common Suffering, Broken Vows, Anthropocene, and then Three Years to Love and uh, to Love and Love Alone EP. There we go. Uh, those are what Eric's list is. Let's get into the new music for the show. Uh, we're going to start with a band out of Salt Lake City. And when I say a band, I mean a one-man band. Uh, Bo Daggett, we definitely we played uh, a single, Blinded, which is also on this release. And we played that a couple months back. If you heard the episode, you might recall Eric and I debating on the variety of ways to pronounce it. Well, Jared informed us, Bo Daggett, just like from Napoleon Dynamite, as I think Eric might have mentioned during that discussion. Uh, Jared writes all the guitar, bass guitar, lyrics, and vocals for Bo Daggett with drum tracks professionally programmed in. Excuse me. Uh, the band does have a webpage, uh, bodaggett.com. You can get a lot of other information there. Still at home, as you might remember from about five minutes ago. Uh, they re uh, was released on September 11th. And we're going to check out another track from it on top of Blinded, which, again, we've already played. So let's do another one. This one is Ride. <laughs> Let's ride! 
Great job, Jared. Uh, it is uh, a full length, several other tracks for you to go check out. You can head over to the Bandcamp page and support uh, Bodaggett, support Jared. Great stuff coming out of Salt Lake City. Next up, we're going to head to Long Beach in New York. So the band is the Young Rochelles. As I mentioned, uh, Ricky Rochelle actually released a new single as well. So uh, go check it out. Tucker Carlson sucks, and that is on the Ricky Rochelle, so you'll find that there. Uh, the band, the Young Rochelles, are actually coming out with their sophomore LP, Kicked to the Curb, which actually doesn't even come out till November, but there is an early release single, and I thought, let's get into that. We'll talk about them both, but let's get into uh, a full length that is coming out uh, as... The, uh, Ricky did reach out back mid-August that the single Breezy was going to be coming out, and, and Breezy was actually released on August 25th. But again, it isn't until November when you'll get the rest of it. So I want to thank Ricky for uh, reaching out, sharing the tracks, because uh, the Tucker Carlson sucks as well. So go check that one out. They're both out currently. And then the rest of the full length will be out in November from the Young Rochelles. I don't know if they'll be releasing any other singles. Sometimes you get one or two leading up to, and maybe there'll be more. Uh, the band, the Young Rochelles, started way back in 2013. So 10 years as a band, that's awesome. Uh, again, the album name, if I didn't mention it, is Kicked to the Curb. That's what you will be able to look for. They're from Long Beach in New York. Yeah, that Long Beach. And the track from... Kick to the Curb that is already released is called Breezy. So here goes with some new stuff from the Young Rochelles. Driving fast on the parkway by the beach. That's how I know you're not far out of reach. Eating donuts near the lighthouse that blinks. When I drop you up at home, it really stinks And it's breezy when the wind blows you to me Breezy, let the wind blow you to me Know you like me, but you're playing hard to get On a Friday night, I get kind of upset But now you're saying all the right things I can't wait for what tomorrow brings And it's breezy when the wind blows you to me Breezy, let the wind blow you to me The air is still tonight I'm lonely when I wanna be caught in your breeze, yeah You make me come alive Never again will I go 
Young Rochelle's be on the lookout for Kick to the Curb again November 10th, and it's coming out on Sounds Rad. So that will be on the radar. As it gets closer, maybe we'll be playing something more or after it gets released. Next up, we've got some more new music. So our old pal uh, Artemi from the band Confront Stage, we played them several times, enjoy playing them. They're from St. Petersburg. Artemi reached out and uh, let me know that he is doing a solo uh, acoustic album. And so the he, he if you're unfamiliar with when we've played Confront Stage between here and Punkanoi Worldwide, uh, he is the founder, vocalist, and guitarist, and leader, for that matter, of Confront Stage. So on his album, which is called Black World Part 1, it's acoustic, as I think I just mentioned, and he does do some of the Confront Stage songs. We're going to be playing that towards the end of the show, uh, you know, when we're doing the not as punk, but it's still, this is acoustic punk, so it really kind of fits that. But he shared a couple of his other friends' projects that are there in St. Petersburg, so we're going to play one now and one also at the end of the show as well. Uh, a lot of the bands from Russia and areas around Russia even, uh, less of them use uh, Facebook and or Instagram, sometimes one or the other. I think it's more probably Facebook, less Instagram. But a lot of them use the social media platform VK.com. So you can definitely go follow any of these bands, including this band, The Signum, uh, S-I-G-N-U-M. You can go follow them on VK.com. All the bands, including this one, are from St. Petersburg and Russia. Uh, the band Signum released... so. When I put it in Google Translate, because obviously I, I'm looking at the Russian letters and I don't know what to pronounce, but chaos, uh, chastota DNA. And yes, it doesn't even give me a better translation. So C-H-A-S-T-O-T-A DNA. And so I don't know exactly what that name of that album means. Uh, this band, though, the Signum, actually started earlier this year in February. 75% uh, of the remaining members of the band Absolute Resource is what comprises this band. I believe they found somebody to sing, knocked out a bunch of tracks, and boom, here we go. We got that release that came out on August 31st. So new stuff, less than a month old, just a few weeks old. And we are going to check out a track from it called Fallout. So let's get to it. Again, the band's name is The Signum. <laughs>
from the Signum. Go check them out. First of three bets from St. Petersburg that we're going to play. And as I stated earlier, we're going to wrap up the show with the other two. So we'll be getting there shortly. Uh, next up, we're going to be playing a band. Still, we're still playing newer music, but this release actually came out May 5th of this year. Uh, the band Lennon Cat, all one word, L-E-N-I-N-C-A-T, Lennon Cat. Uh, they reached out uh, on a uh, message to Punganoi Worldwide specifically, and then an email as well. Uh, but I wanted to play it here as we, we did play all of those episodes of Spain and already did the UK. And so now I think the next one, even coming up this Friday, we're, we're already moving into Canada. So I wanted to make sure we get a plate here. Uh, the band Lenin Cat is from Santiago de Compostela, uh, which is in Spain, and specifically the Galicia region, which is like the northwestern with, I think, like the Celtic influence, if I remember right from when we were doing the episode. Uh, so I want to thank Kepa for reaching out, getting this on the radar. I uh, checked out Años de Locura, Volume 3, which is what they released back in May. Uh, it was recorded at Pouland Studios, so P-O-U-L-A-N-D Studios, if you are curious. Uh, the Años de Locura is, what is that, Years of, so my Spanish is so-so, but Years of Madness, there you go. Uh, volume 3 is what that is called. Lennon Cat. I don't know. They have cool artwork to go with their album covers, and they are cat-related. Uh, I don't see anything. I mean, it says it's Slovenian when you throw it into uh, that type of, uh, you know, the Google Translate, that is. So I don't know if there is something else, another translation or if that means something different, that I don't know. But there are definitely some cool artwork to go with the releases, so you can check those out. And like I said, they're cat-related. Uh, the name of the track that we are going to play from that release is Hermanos de Sangre, which translates to Blood Brothers. So let's do it. Let's get into some new stuff from Lennon Cat. Here we go. una y otra vez En mi barrio con mi gente que no vio
Hermanos de Sangres, Blood Brothers. Good stuff. Go check out more from Lennon Cat. And again, I want, I want to thank the, the band. I want to thank Kepa uh, for reaching out and, and getting this on the radar. Great Galician band there. And it's new stuff. So we did have a lot of new stuff. We still have some new stuff that we'll be playing towards the end of the show. Uh, we are going to get to some things that aren't as new, I suppose, at least on this particular track. So uh, the band is Black Chrome. I wanted to pull one of the bands. I've got a list of older stuff that I've been wanting to get to and throw on the show. So I pulled one off the list, a band from Palmerston, North New Zealand. And the band is Black Chrome. Uh, they've been around. They had some other releases. Uh, the label or releasing, I don't know what it's called, Von Toxic. It's <laughs> an artist, a band, all sorts of stuff, and there's a lot of cool stuff. And we'll be definitely playing some more Von Toxic stuff when we get to that Halloween episode coming up. But always interested to see what kind of stuff coming out on Von Toxic. It's usually like older bands with other tracks that they've had, uh, sessions or something remastered or even just put together and re-released. And in this instance, Black Chrome put out My Band, that's the name, that is a compilation of two different sessions that are put together by Von Toxic here, and it's called My Band. And that came out July 7th of 2017. You can go over to Von Toxic's Bandcamp page and check it out there. Uh, the band is considered the kings of New Zealand, Turbo Hoogan. And if you don't know, well, you should know. Uh, Wolfgang Blitzer, he does vocals and lead guitar for the band, and he did the album cover for my band. That was one of the stipulations of putting this compilation together. And we're going to get into a track from it. There, I think there's like 17 tracks plus uh, a Turbo Negro cover that is uh, the last track on the release. So go check it out. Go check it out over on Von Toxic's Bandcamp page. We are going to get to a track right now uh, called Clusterfuck. So here goes. Here is the band Black Chrome. Without warning, it's from above And there 
cool stuff there. Clusterfuck, that's Black Chrome. If you haven't heard Black Chrome, you should definitely get out and check out some more Black Chrome. On this episode, I am going to do kind of an album. We'll get to that here in a minute, and then we're going to get to our interview with Troy, play some bricks and mortar stuff. I uh, still have another new track I'm going to get to and wrap up the show with a couple more bands out of Russia. Before we do, we're going to do as we do. We're going to talk about the live shows. So Eric may or may not have attended any live shows this past week, but you won't get to hear those until, or about it anyway, until the next time. Hopefully you're out there getting to attend live shows. Go tell other people about those live shows that you're out there attending. Uh, definitely attendance at live shows is great. I mean, it's awesome to create music and it's great knowing that other people are listening to it by ways of podcasts like this or radio channels or wherever they can get it. But it's also great to get out and perform it live. A lot of people that create music like to get out and perform their stuff live. So get out there, support them, tell other people about them. Uh, I'm going to go over Eric's list of shows that he would have mentioned. So if you're in the Salt Lake area, here's some shows that you should go check out or bands that you'll want to know that might be out on tour. On September 23rd at Oliver Rock, there is going to be a third anniversary show, third anniversary for Oliver Rock. The bands featured will be Ulteriors, Necrowolf, Fancy Lads, Lovelace. The show starts at 5 p.m. it looks like, and it is free. Also on the 23rd, two other shows here, Modifiers playing with the Disorderlies, Burning Avenues, and Knuckles, which will be at Aces High Saloon, and that's a $15 show at 8 p.m., and most of these is probably like Doors at 8, so your music's probably a little bit after. Uh, again, the, another one on the 23rd, Livid, Rankin Vile, Bandit, Fuckskin, and Narc, all playing a Beehive which is going to be a $15 show as well, 7 p.m. doors. And then on the 29th at Aces High, the third anniversary for Aces High, and the bands playing it are Slapshot, Sheer Terror, Skullcrack. I've got my tickets. They were $30 in advance, and if you wait till the day of, if they're even available at that point, because there was less than, there was around 30, I think, when I bought my tickets, and that was a, over a week ago. Uh, the show's doors open at 8, so I'm sure the bands will be playing at 9. And then on September 30th, the band Threer, uh, looks like they're doing their To Love and Love Alone EP release show. And the bands that will also be playing it are Run Into the Sun, Swarmer, P.S. Destroy This, It'll Be at Black Lung. It's a $10 show, and it, it will be 7 p.m. Again, get there around those times. If you get there early, you can go check out the merch, talk to some of the bands, those kind of fun things. Go see your friends that might be also attending the shows with you. And a good opportunity to get out there and maybe meet some other folks that uh, are into the same thing you are. Next, I've got a list of shows that uh, I'm going to mention. Uh, these are some shows all around. Uh, I'm going to start with Bricks and Mortar, as that's what the interview we're going to be doing. They're doing a tour uh, by way of What the Fuck Records, and Something Ain't Right is the name of the album. These are things we're going to talk about during the interview. They're doing a tour for that album. So the first date is September 21st, which is tomorrow. Might be the first day that any of you are listening to, and if you are and in the San Diego area, head to the Marrow, and you'll be able to see them. On the 22nd, they'll be at Proof in Honolulu. Uh, the next couple shows are all in Hawaii, uh, 
Anna O'Brien's in Oahu on the 23rd. And then on the 24th, it looks like they will be in Maui. Uh, they are doing the benefit show, which is at request. I think that's what it's called. Uh, on the 24th, then you'll hear more details about kind of how the tour is going to go. The part two of the interview, we're going to talk with the band uh, on the the basically the overall tour, getting to talk about playing the shows in Hawaii, playing the benefit in Maui, and then also uh, the last half of this tour, which is four shows in Japan. They'll be at the Wall in Shinjuku City on the 28th. Uh, they'll be at Nim Nimandenatsu in Sugi Suginami City on the 29th. They'll be at Rat Hole in Chofu, Tokyo on the 30th. And finally, they wrap up their tour on the 1st at Moonstep in Nakano City. So you can head over to Bricks and Mortar Oi on Instagram, bricksandmortar.band uh, if you want to go find out more details on these. But you can get everything and keep up with the band probably while they're on tour as well. Or if you're going to be in those areas and you want to reach out and meet them, uh, you should definitely do that. Bricks and Mortar Oi over on uh, Instagram. So do that. Now some shows that are going to be coming up somewhere near you, but possibly if you're in Austin, well, Austin, Texas, that is, Austin Tunnels on the 23rd will feature Oxblood. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, the Persecuted, Oysters, Down Not Out. They're going to be announcing some other bands, it looks like. It's going to be an all-ages show, and it starts at 8 p.m., which is really cool. So if you are going to be in Austin, that is definitely a show you should attend. If you're going to be in Connecticut or Boston at the end of the month, our pals, or at least uh, we've had uh, a couple of the guys from Chernobyl Babies, those part of the Soap Babies on the show, and they're doing an East Coast Weekender, the 29th at Cherry Street Station in Wallingford, Connecticut. And then Sammy's Patio on the 30th in Boston. So if you're going to be in those areas. And the Parasitics will be playing both those shows with them. Uh, the Boston show will have War Lovers and Moose Knuckle. And uh, that will be awesome. You should definitely get out and check out that show. A New York show that's coming up on... Well, it looks like that came and went. I don't know why that one is still here. Go. What a goof up on that part for me. Uh, next is actually, if you hopefully you got a chance to see Common Turn Sect last weekend in New York. That's the one that I was going to be mentioning. Uh, looks like a really great lineup. Wish I could have been there. Uh, a couple of these other flyers are kind of out in the middle of October, which I'm going to mention this one again. I have been mentioning this thanks to our pal Johnny in Bad Assets. La Fiesta in Milwaukee. On October 14th and October 15th, the show starts each day on or at 6 p.m. Uh, Hunting Lions will be playing on the 14th with Get Rad, Zor, Fast Plant, Splatter Pattern, Death in Custody, Murder Generation. And then on the 15th, Oxblood playing with Assault and Battery, Fear City, Court Street Scrappers, Severed, Bad Assets, Old Salt, and Shipbag. Pretty awesome. Milwaukee that weekend coming up in mid-October. So uh, definitely you can go see probably any of those bands uh, Bandcamp pages and get more details. And October, well, it starts September 27th, so that's coming up. Uh, tour, which is most like East Coast and Canada, a little bit of the Midwest. Uh, we'll talk more in detail as we get a little closer, but you'll get to see Murphy's Law, the Rum Jacks, the Barstool Preachers, and Grade Two. 
Uh, the 27th will be in Pittsburgh, Philly on the 28th, Richmond on the 29th, uh, Virginia Beach on the 30th, and then we'll get into more of those dates, but uh, October 1st through the 16th, they'll be doing two shows there, wrapping it up in Brooklyn. So really cool tour featuring a lot of great bands uh, coming from all over the place, it looks like, on that one. So you should definitely go check that out. Crash Fest is coming up October 20th, 21st, 22nd. I'll be talking more about that one as we get a little closer as well. Uh, Sheer Terror, Slapshot, Skullcrack, as Eric mentioned, uh, or I mentioned on behalf of Eric anyway, they have their West Coast tour, which the 26th they'll be in Seattle, Portland on the 27th, Boise on the 28th, here in Salt Lake on the 29th, on the 30th in Cheyenne. Uh, they'll be on the 1st at on the 1st in Denver, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico on the 2nd, Phoenix on the 3rd, and San Diego on the 4th. So if they're anywhere, coming anywhere near you, that is one that you'll want to go see for sure. And hopefully all the buildings are still intact when those shows are done because uh, from what I hear, I mean, you're going to get something pretty awesome, pretty wild. Uh, I look forward to it. Uh, hopefully you are going to be out and about some of those shows. If there's other shows you feel like I should be mentioning here, please let me know. Uh, the lineup, as Troy's going to mention for that Thursday, the 21st, that which is tomorrow's show at the Marrow in San Diego, features The Plagues. The Fock Wolves, Fucka Wolves, or something like that. Uh, and it's $12 in advance. If you don't already have your tickets, probably by the time you're listening to this, it's going to be $15, but worth it. Bricks and mortars coming to the other coast. So if you're anywhere in that area, you should definitely go check them out. Let's get into a little bit more music as we start to work our way to that interview. We're almost there. Uh, next up, the band The Allergics. We played them back on episode 331. And uh, since then, the vocalist Nev, a.k.a. Neville, he reached out and uh, actually said, hey, we've got these demos here. We're going to be going into the studio with these demos. So this is stuff that they've recorded. They recorded six demos straight from practice into a mixing desk, and uh, I listened to a bunch of them. And though they might be considered rough demos, I think they sound really good. So I'm excited to hear what... It will be after they get them recorded properly, uh, and it looks like they're looking to do that early 2024. This is for their next album. I don't know if there'll be more than the six tracks, but uh, six tracks already, and super excited to talk about them here a little bit with you, listening to them with you. I'm, I'm hoping... Uh, that you'll find this really awesome. I thought it was really cool that, that Nev said, hey, you know what? Sometimes it's cool to listen to like demo versions uh, and such of tracks. So uh, I figured we'd play two because there's the really cool, really happy. Uh, I, I'm really happy with how they've turned out so far, and I'm not even in the band, but uh, they have a couple tracks that uh, are anti-racist songs, which we're going to be playing one of those, and that's obviously... And I'm paraphrasing what Neville has described some of the songs as, but to give you an idea, uh, and a powerful message that should not be ignored, that's the anti-racist songs. We're going to be playing In Their Heads here in just a moment, but another one uh, will also feature that. Uh, they do have a track about their, their bassist who sadly passed away from cancer, and they will have some everyday life punk rock songs, which will be playing one of those. We're going to play two 
in this category usually play you know some great cover to cover albums well in this instance i think this is going to be a great cover to cover album uh the allergics if you forgot they're from bradford in west yorkshire and uh thank you again to nev for sending this uh my way shit it's almost been two weeks you sent it to me on the seventh so uh, I was debating on how am I going to do it? Am I just going to play one song? No, these are really good. So you'll get an idea of what's to come. Keep in mind, not the final recorded versions. So when you hear these, when their album comes out sometime in 2024, uh, it'll probably sound a little different. But until then, let's get to that track I was mentioning in their heads. Here is The Allergics. <laughs> Good stuff there. In their heads, that's the Allergics. Again, that is uh, a DIY demo they put together. They sent a handful over. I don't know. Like I said, that's going to be six tracks, so an EP or full length, and they've got other ones based on them going to studio in January. I bet it's going to be a full length. I bet they'll have other stuff, other stuff that may not, might not be put together yet, but 
The stuff they do have is great. So already in store, a great album for 2024. Uh, we're going to do one more off of that, give you another sample idea of what is to come from the Allergics. Uh, if you don't remember the other details, as I mentioned, the band did form in 2018. If you want, you can head back to episode 331. We played a track from a release that I think came out in 2021 at that point. So uh, new release on the way. Thank you again to Nev. And here goes with one more track. It's called Lies. <laughs> That's the allergics. Good sample, good taste of what is to come. Uh, I'm really looking forward to whatever that album may be called. As again, they're, they're in the uh, DIY demoing it out phase. Recording again is going to be coming early 2024. You know what to look for. Go follow and check out the band. Uh, we will be getting into all of those social media details where you can follow all of the bands as we get to the end of the show. We have an interview coming up right after this next track as we have reached that point in the show we're going to play a track off of bricks and mortars something ain't right which they put out uh, july of this year i did do a previous interview with troy back before the next album so their first release i think it was eight or nine tracks poison words came out august 12th of 2019 well 
when there was only a couple singles even released. I did an episode with Troy about bricks and mortar when the band was relatively new. That was on episode 92.5. You can go way back into March of 2019 if you want to check out that first interview we did with Troy. And then uh, the band formed in 18, so uh, about a year after is when that release, Poison Words, came out. We've already played a couple tracks off of it, played some stuff off of Something Ain't Right. As you'll hear in the interview, they did some releases of some of those singles over the last couple years. You know, COVID's affected things, the release schedule for getting the vinyl and all that. And all of that's going to be covered in the interview, so I will let Troy cover it. But Bricks and Mortar, they're from Salem, Mass. Salem, Mass, And it's that time of year, and you'll hear us talk about that in the interview as well. This interview is a part one of two as we kind of cover the album and what the band's up to and where the tour's going to go. On part two, we'll actually have, uh, we're planning to have anyway, all three members, so uh, Joey and Devin will both join Troy. We'll have all three band members. We'll ask them about some of the songs, play a couple more songs on that show, and hear all about their tour in Hawaii and Japan. So uh, though none of that's happened yet, the interview won't be happening for a couple weeks. It'll be uh, the week of the release for their video. And if you are going to be in Salem around October 12th, or on October 12th, that is, you should plan to go check out that video at the movie theater with the band. More details during the interview. And uh, we are going to play one track from Something Ain't Right here, right now, post-interview. I'm going to play something off Poison Words that we hadn't played yet as I'm going to save playing a couple more of those new tracks on With or Without You for that interview coming in a few weeks with the rest of the band. So, interview coming up immediately after. Something Ain't Right came out in July. As you will hear during the interview as well, you can head over to the band camp, do the pre-order still, and man, that vinyl looks cool as hell. Doesn't even do it justice to see it on the pictures on the band camp page. Looks awesome, uh, like a big uh, package with T-shirt and stickers and patches and stuff like that, uh, along with the vinyl. All of that on their Bandcamp right now. And then whatever's left of the vinyl, they will sell because they've, they're taking it on tour. They'll be doing it at the release show uh, that we'll be talking about and uh, all the pre-orders. So you don't want to wait. Who knows how many is going to be left. And that, like I said, super cool vinyl there. Uh, the track that we are going to play from the band's new album here, Something Ain't Right. Uh, we're going to do that right now. Again, it's a track that we haven't played yet. It's called With or Without You. Here goes. <laughs> Sound 
And we are now here with Troy of Bricks and Mortar, apparently once again. And yeah, they got a lot of shit going on. Not just uh, tour-wise, but they got a lot of releases waiting in the wings on multimedia platforms. So, hey, Troy, how's it going? What's up, guys? Nice to be back. It's great to have you back. I'm glad things are going well, man. That that new album, awesome. Uh, As we kind of briefly talked about over messaging there, that uh, already played some stuff from it. It was really cool. You kind of had some of the singles out uh, kind of leading up. I mean, that's definitely the what the the trend is to do now. Especially, you know, what what was the recording process for you? And I guess I'm jumping all over the place. Like, uh, first, this album, new record label for you as well, right? Yeah. So um, uh, we're on a new label. It's What uh, the Fuck Records from the Netherlands. We, uh, I mean, the last label that my other band Razors on was Contra Records out of Germany, and the Europeans just love our shit, I guess. We had tried to, we had uh, shot this around actually to a bunch of American labels, but we were specifically shooting for a vinyl release. And at the time, you know, due to COVID and, and whatnot, the supply chain was just absolute shit. And the, I, mean, I mean, Pirates Press was, I think uh, they were saying like nine months when we can actually get in line. And they had bands that had already had their record out a year and their vinyl still wasn't ready and we had to get behind them. So I was like, all right, that, that's not going to work. We talked to, I mean, just talked to like everybody and no one, no one was confident that vinyl was going to be uh, a viable medium to be put out in, in the time frame that we wanted to do it. And uh, through uh, our Todd from Razors in the Night, he, uh, he lives in New York now and plays in a band called uh, Unified Blood. And his drummer, they were all hanging out, and they were like, I sent them the, the new record, and they were like, oh, dude, this is awesome. And uh, he was like, yo, he's, he was in a band that was signed to this label, and he's like, you know, this sounds exactly like something these guys want to put out. Because uh, like some of the other labels that we shopped it to that Razors was on, like Insurgents Records out of uh, Canada, they were like, you know, this this record is awesome, but we are like a strict OI label. And and this record is a little divergent from uh, some of the previous stuff that we did. So the, the heart of everything is in OI, but with this record, all three of us wrote every single song. And there's there's some rock and roll in there. There's some uh, hardcore in there. There's a little metal in there. There's even some like 80s stuff in there. So we, uh, it, it's definitely a crossover record. And some of the very strict, like, oil labels said they thought it was great, but it just wasn't something they wanted to put out. So, lo and behold, Tim, the owner of What The Fuck Records, was just like, wow, guys, this is this is something that I'm into. And was very, very excited. And so we were like, awesome. We started talking to the, the nicest dude ever. And he was like, you know, we're not only are we going to do vinyl, we're going to do hand-numbered, six penny digipack with a, a book and that sells really good in the Netherlands and in, and in Japan. And just so happens he's got a, a, a contact, a partner in Tokyo uh, at this store called nerd records. And uh, I guess CDs do extremely well in Japan. So w- it was like, all right, we're, we'll do vinyl and we'll do CDs. And we were like, all right, that's awesome. But when can we get the vinyl out? You know, cause we want to, we need to tour for this record and do all this, that and other things. So, we went back and forth, talked to a couple uh, vinyl pressing plants, and he was like, listen, we can get this back out by September. 
if you guys want to leave at the end of September for tour. And, and it actually happened. <laughs> we have the <laughs> oh records, um, not, not for sale, but the boxes came in and they're all getting ready to be, you know, put together to go on tour. So uh, it, it will be for sale when we get back. We're doing a, a bundle package right now, a pre-order bundle package on our uh, Bandcamp page. But they're there. They're for real. And they they came out sick. I mean, no one on the podcast can see, but I can show you guys. Oh, we're happy to see. <laughs> it's a brand weird. new new thing they're doing. It's called Ghost Fingers. I don't know if you can see it, but it's like, I don't know how the fuck they do it. Whoa. But it's like ghosts put their fingers in the vinyl and like run it through. Isn't that wild? That is, and it goes super well. The color scheme, and it goes super well with the album artwork, the cover. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, the guy who did that artwork is another awesome dude. We lucked out with that, too. He did uh, he did the DVD covers for Return of the Living Dead. He did uh, Fright Night. He did uh, actually a friend of ours. We, we got connected because a friend of ours who uh, actually helped in our movie he did their artwork, and that's a movie called uh, Death Drop Gorgeous. And um, I think that movie's on Shudder now, and he did their artwork. So my drummer for Bricks, Devin, did some of the score for that movie, and that's how he got introduced to the guy who did the artwork for the film, and they became friends. And then he, he was like, hey, would you be interested in doing uh, the cover art for a record? Guy, he was like, oh, I've never done a, like, you know, um, a rock album cover before. And uh, we, we let him listen to the music, you know, before everything was released. And we all got some ideas, went back and forth like a thousand times. And boom, we have, uh, we have what he designed. And it's fucking awesome. It is. And anybody can go on to Bandcamp right now and you can check out the album artwork and even see the record. The, the record doesn't do that. That thumbnail doesn't do it justice from what you, what you showed us. It gives you an idea of what it's going to look like if you get it in yeah. person. But uh, that looks super cool. Yeah, it's really hard because it's like almost transparent. So every time we took a picture, it was just like glare. Right. We tried putting like things behind it and all this stuff. But it's, yeah, it's, you got to see it in person. It's, it's, I've got a lot of cool vinyl, but man, I'm real, real proud of this one. Yeah, that one's awesome the album's awesome like i said i was starting to jump around that's why i was like all right let's back up a little bit yeah, uh, yeah so let me let me get to your original question sorry right <laughs> the, the so album during, right during covid um we, we started writing the record and pretty much like band practice was our saving grace because no one could do shit so we were so psyched that you know you know getting together and we went into the studio with uh, dean balatunas who was uh the engineer and producer who did uh the razors record never give in uh, we're old friends. The guy is, guy's amazing. He's done some just unbelievable records. Uh, he, he's actually produced my favorite record, which is American Nightmare Background Music. Uh, he mm. also has done Madball, Trapped Under Ice. I mean, sick of it all. You name it. The dude's, like, ridiculous. So we recorded those three singles with him, and then uh, he got super busy with this uh, work venture uh, that he, he got involved in, which was, uh, he was like owning the business, owning the company. So he got super busy and kind of put recording on hold. We were still writing, finishing up the record. So just to people knew we were still out there doing stuff while COVID, you know, most of our friends' bands just kind of broke up and stopped playing or stopped doing anything. So we were like, all right, we got to put something out so people know we're still a thing. <laughs> so uh, we put those three singles out, Till Your Heart Stops, Angels, and our NXS cover, Don't Change. And uh, then we continued writing the rest of the record. And uh, we ended up, our buddy Kyle Paredes, uh, he plays bass guitar in a, 
a band uh, from Boston called Oh the Humanity. And he uh, also is an engineer at this famous Boston studio called New Alliance. And uh, he also just sounded a bunch of the clubs and stuff. It's, he's a good friend, lives like down the street from us. And uh, he was like, man, would you guys be interested in uh, me doing the rest of the record? Um, you know, because we couldn't get back in with Dean because he wasn't going to be recording in the time frame that we wanted to do it in. So we were like, yeah, fuck it, dude. That's awesome. So went to New Alliance and blasted out eight more songs and did backing vocals with all of our buds. COVID was over. Everyone came with their masks off and <laughs> and kind of finished up the record and did a, a bunch. We had to do uh, a mix for the digital Digipack CD, and then we had to do another version in a different mix and mastering for the vinyl record. Wow. And so that that's kind of how that came out. This is the, the first release where all three of us wrote every song. We touched all parts of it and arranged everything, whereas... Some of the beginnings, I came with full songs already done and kind of getting the band started and whatnot is kind of what you have to do. But once you get comfortable with the guys you're playing with and, you know, you kind of just feel where the music's going, and, and it's rare. It doesn't happen uh, all the time, and it's very rare. It's only two bands that have been in and all the bands I've played in where you can be that comfortable with another musician to kind of mold how things go, and it just it just worked out. And this is what it sounds like, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not just oi, it's not just hardcore anymore. It's, it's, it's like a, we kind of mushed everything together and <laughs> that's, that's the sound of it is now. Well, that's how you make a sandwich, right? You don't just <laughs> make a sandwich out of bread. Yeah. Just bread. You, know? right? <laughs> you gotta add some flavor I mean, in I, there I, somehow. I, I love, you know, like traditional oi, that's, that's my favorite music, but you know, like in a lot of the songs, if you heard the original like demos that we did, it sounds like that. But then they were like, well, let's let's try this direction. That didn't sound good. Let's try this direction. You know what? Let's right. like put a breakdown right here just because and hear how it sounds. Yeah, we tried it. We had time. Nothing was going on. So we literally <laughs> tried everything. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, Devin, Devin went in and underneath um, most of the songs really quietly. But if you like, the record you can really hear it but he put synth down on almost every song wow behind everything yeah well, it's like you were saying just a, a just a while ago on how you have a lot of uh 80s music coming into the fold oh i, I love 80s music i'm a huge 80s fan even I the 80s cover i know <laughs> that's, that's all of our favorite 80s songs nice. you, you, you'll, you'll catch me at the at the locals 80 night losing tough guy points every month <laughs> <laughs> Dancing my face off to Depeche Mode and The Cure. Hell yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, get the big, uh, yeah, the big uh, muscle-bound skinhead brawler-looking yeah. motherfucker up there singing oh. Cindy Lauper. <laughs> that's funny because because I I live in Salem now and Salem is just full of the craziest people. I mean, you go into to eighties night and that there's a ton of just skinheads, punk rockers, mohawks. Everything is in there. You know, we're just having a good time and no one gives a fuck. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's a great time. It's like when the uh, the Aces High, the uh, the punk rock bar that we have here, uh, when it's like after last call, and uh, you know, depending on which uh, bartender is working, some of the things that they'll play is like they're always playing uh, metal music and punk music throughout the day, but after last call, they start playing some like disco music, <laughs> and <laughs> so many of the vagrants who are still lurking around. They'll start, they'll start going down, just like shooting up to the fucking sky like so, doing all the, the swivel of the pelvis and just having, a, <laughs> just having a fucking fun time. I take a part to that because it's like, you know, it's not the 70s anymore or the 80s. We don't have to hate disco anymore. <laughs> it's like, 
All right, th- that was Fight Everything by Hatebreed. Next up, the Bee Gees. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> nice. It's like, that's the... Yeah. It's like, hey, Breed, yeah, that's the bench press music that you listen to. But the cooldown yeah. music is share. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. So album it just released digitally the 21st of July. After tour, so sometime in October-ish, right, is, is when people will be able to get the, the hard copies uh, of the record. Yeah, well, so you can get, we, we've got a hand-numbered six-panel digipack CD. It's, it's actually pretty impressive. I was kind of like, you know, when the record label was like, oh, this is the first thing we're going to do because we can get these out like right away and there's a big market for these. And I was like, ah, maybe, America's maybe not so much, but in other parts of the world where they do distribution, I guess I guess it is a bigger market. So um, we put a lot of work and effort into it and it, it came out pretty impressive. Um, it's like, I got one here. It's like six panels and the book inside of it. And uh, it's... It's pretty rad. It's, it's not like your normal CD, but we actually start, we sold a decent amount of those already. But um, <laughs> our, our biggest markets for those right now, he like we can see where the stats and stuff every month and like which region is is like listening to our stuff and buying our stuff. And right now, Germany is like number one because wow. I don't know everything everything I write the Germans love. I mean, I'm I'm German, so maybe that's why. <laughs> and uh, then their second biggest market is the Netherlands, of course, because that's where they're pushing everything. And then our third biggest market is Japan, which is nuts. And then America's fourth. So that that was uh, that was very surprising to all of us. So yeah, so you can get the the Digipack CD now on Bandcamp or from What the Fuck Records, and the digital download, of course. The record will be we're doing um, a bundle package with like a record and a shirt and a sticker pack and pins. That's a pre-order, and you can I think that's a pre-order until October fourteenth which is the day that our uh, our short film uh, video comes out. And we'll be mailing them, starting to mail out, and we'll take the package down on, on the 14th. And then you can just buy the record if you want off Bandcamp. Cool. So before yeah. we get into the, the short film, uh, I want to ask a follow-up question. The, is that what led to going to Japan or choosing Japan as, as part of what your tour is going to be at the moment? Was that yeah. basically ranking number three and, and, and selling a lot? Because you, you were talking about early on distribution there and CDs being pretty popular. Yeah. So um, the initial discussion was like, all right, the viable options are the Netherlands, obviously. And he's like, and we, I have got a, I've got contacts in Japan. So I mean, it was just a conversation I was having with the, the owner, and and I didn't have the rest of the band there, but I was like, I can confidently say that I think Japan is what everyone in the band is going to want to do without me even asking anybody. And, and he was like, oh, I thought you'd say that. So, that, <laughs> but then he's like, and then you, you've got to go to the Netherlands, you know, next year. And we're like, all right, cool. That's fine. <laughs> right. Don't, don't, don't bend my arm. There's always plenty of festivals. Like next summer, it'd be great to plan uh, throughout Europe and hit a festival or two uh, as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll think about that when we get done with this one. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, he's probably got ideas and stuff. We just haven't. Sure. Just, we've been like organizing this for so long that we haven't really talked about it. But we, we're that's the plan is to go to Netherlands next year. But right now, we just want to get through this one. Right. I mean, n- none of us have gone to Japan. It's been on my bucket list since every band I've ever been in. It just never worked out. And this was like 
the first option. It was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? (laughs) (laughs) It's really cool. Four shows. So let's, uh, before we move on to the, the short film, let's cover those shows. We, we do during the the episodes, but since we're here, you guys are going to fly from Boston, I assume to San Diego before you head to Hawaii, right? Yeah. We're playing a show at, uh, this club called the Marrow in San Diego. I've never, I've never played there before, but, uh, the bill is sick. We're playing with this band called The Plagues, which I, I love. It's like San Diego's like boy street punk band. They're they're, they're so fucking rad. And uh, the the I think it's pronounced the Folke Wolves. They uh, I, I'm not familiar with them as much, but I, I I listen to their music and they're great. They're like punk rock and roll, and they've been they've been super helpful with everything, like arranging a backline and stuff. So you know we didn't have to worry about it. Very helpful that they made a really fun flyer. Um, they basically did everything. <laughs> they were just very uh, awesome to us. They're like, oh, we're so psyched you guys are coming all the way from Boston. Yeah, and then uh, then we go to Hawaii, and it's funny. When booking the shows in Hawaii, all the bands are like, you guys going to Japan? And we're like, wait, well, how does everyone know that? And they're like, most of the bands come to Hawaii to fly to Japan because it's the closest place in America to get there. So they'll come through here first. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that, that makes sense. It's exactly why we're doing it. Nice. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, we, we did add one. Um, we are, uh, we're playing a, a big benefit show in Maui for uh, Maui Strong. Uh, benefits all the, the fire victims. So that's, that, that was an addition. And uh, we're really glad and really psyched that we're going to help everybody out there. And, and we're, we were already going to be there anyway. So, yeah, we're just psyched that we can just go do that for them. And, uh, that's yeah, cool. they, they've had a rough time. We've been talking to the bands there, and it's, it's super rough. Yeah, I bet. Terrible thing there. And yeah. then that Maui show is going to be the one on the, the 24th, right? Yep. So your last yep. last uh, show there. Uh, yeah, we're doing those three islands and then the Maui show. And then uh, we actually gave ourselves a day. This is like the greatest tour because every other tour I've been on, it's been like show, drive, show, drive, show, drive. Even, even all <laughs> over Europe. I was like going to all these awesome places and you just don't have time to like enjoy them. So we're like, we are giving ourselves one day off in Hawaii just to fuck all and just like hang out and enjoy it. And then we gave ourselves two days in Japan because there are so many things I want to do. <laughs> I bet. Shit, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely not familiar with uh, Japan's geography. So how close in proximity are those four shows? Do you have large drives or is this going to be something like a uh, east coast where you only have to drive like an hour or two to get to the next city we have cars for us in hawaii and we were i wouldn't say warned but we were we were told by everyone across the board do not rent a car in japan for for numerous reasons where you're not gonna be able to read the street signs you don't know where to park They'll, they're gonna tow it and then you're, you're good luck trying to get it back so <laughs> all the bands that played there their public transportation is so good i'm assuming it's probably similar to New York or, or Boston where we've got dude, Naroki, um, pretty much our tour manager for Japan. He like you, you get on this train, you get off at this stop, you walk this far, you get over it. They've been so awesome. I, I can't even tell you the amount of energy they put into like making this work for us. So like every, Basically, we, we get on a train that's five. We got a bed and breakfast because that just like made was the most cost effective for what we have to do. Okay. And every the the T, the, the, the metro or whatever they call it there is like five minutes from our bed and breakfast. So we walk there and then we have like go to this stop, get off at this stop. And I think the longest walk off the subway is eight minutes. 
I think the longest train ride we have is a, a bullet train, which is like an hour and a half. Wow. And we go from our train to the bullet train, then from the bullet train back to our train. Then it, it's, it, it seems kind of crazy, all the maps and stuff. But I mean, I, I've been able to do almost every transit system in every country I've ever been in. So I'm, I'm not that worried. That's Plus cool. the directions they gave us are nuts. Not only did they give us directions, but they gave us like screenshots of like messages to ask people to help us get to a place if we get lost in Japanese to show them. <laughs> like, unreal. Like, they, they really went out of their way. Oh, that's awesome. I can't remember if we talked about it. This is part one of two. So, post-tour, yeah. the we're, we're going to talk to you, and I'm really excited to hear, you know, we're kind of laying down the groundwork for what is to come, but I'm really excited to hear, once you get back, all of the, the different experiences, doing the benefit show, all the other shows yeah. in Hawaii, uh, and then your your time in Japan, very seldom do I, I, can I recall times where I've talked to bands about their tours in Japan. So uh, yeah. really excited to hear about it. It's really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to eat so much food there, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Plenty of sushi I, I, going I, around. I, I love the Japanese culture, and I love Japanese food. Like if someone was like, gun to your head, you're on a desert island, you can choose one food for the rest of your life, sushi. I wouldn't even think about it. Nice. I eat sushi at least once a week. I mean, it's it's like the most healthiest food, first of all, especially for someone who does bodybuilding. You know, it's like raw protein, yeah. right? It hasn't even been cooked. <laughs> and of course, if it's, you're on if you're on a desert a deserted island, you'll have uh, an abundant of raw fish to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to partake. This is, this is, uh, where's my rice? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you can cultivate your own rice. <laughs> There's this, uh, there's this drink that um, I've been hearing about through like some of the bands say they're saying, oh, we're gonna, we're, you guys have to try this, which is apparently some some gland from a pufferfish that is like a light poison that stops your liver from metabolizing alcohol. So you you get it, I guess you drink it in a sake in a sake shot, and then everyone was warning me like, don't have more than two beers afterwards, even if you think. You can because you will black the fuck out. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. I mean, I, Devin and Joey are are both sober, so I'm like the only guy. But I mean, I, all the bands we're playing with in Japan, I'll be hanging out with. But, but um, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna try that that pufferfish uh, poison and see what it's like. Fugu me. If I remember right, don't you usually uh, each year you you have like a month or two or something like that, like a a window of time that you do partake in, in uh, alcohol oh, yeah. and so forth and then the remainder yeah, of the year you are such a good memory bro <laughs> yeah i do I, I do three months on three months off and actually i'm just ending four months now and i wanted to like match it up to right before we left for a tour so i'm gonna drink my first drink this weekend after four months just so i can like not go on tour and just get obliterated like two beers that's fair but yeah yeah you're right i do that's exactly what i do awesome great planning there you you planned ahead (laughs) it's gonna line up very good yeah so we're gonna talk about the tour once you get back there's the dates if anybody is going to be anywhere nearby anybody listening in japan if for some reason you don't know well now you do and now let's get now you know right Uh, let's get to your short film. Yeah, so uh, so the the first track on the the new record, the new record's called Something Ain't Right. I don't know if we, we said that. The first track's called Hail the Wolf, and we I guess it, it started out. We were like, hey, we, we want to do um, 
like a music video. And we had done some other videos for the singles, more of like a promotional and advertisement, kind of like short little videos about fooling around around Salem and Boston and whatnot. But we wanted to do like an actual video. So uh, I, I've done some like short films and, and uh, some documentaries and stuff. So we had a discussion at band practice. I was like, all right, I, I got some ideas. Let me write some stuff down. So uh, I wrote this like all this stuff down. It was, it was a lot, but my intention was like, hey, pick, there's like a narrative that goes through everything. So pick the parts you think are cool and then we'll write it into like a video. So I, I gave them like the, Joey and Devin the script and uh, we were at band practice, you know, taking a break in between sets and um, they read the whole thing. They were like, oh, this is awesome, man. Let's do it. And I was like, no, no, no. This is like a ton of stuff. Like what parts do you want to do? And Devin was like, Dude, I like the whole thing. I'm like, well, <laughs> this is a movie. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't initially planning on, you know, you guys liking everything. And uh, so I was like, all right, so what do you want to do? And they're like, well, I don't know. Like, what do you think? I'm like, then we started talking. We're like, well, maybe we could do something like Thriller, where like Thriller starts out where it's like a short film and then it kind of evolves into a music video. So I was like, that format will absolutely work with this so i took about two more weeks and i like fleshed it out and made it like make sense and we all looked at it and everyone was like yeah man so i i've just I, we've got the best friends <laughs> <laughs> i mean like talk about low budget filmmaking i mean this was like we, we were we, we uh, applied for a grant from the city of salem because it's mostly where it was filmed to see if we could have the, the salem's really awesome with like music and arts I mean, we played, it's short diversion, but we, we uh, this show got canceled because um, it was like in, uh, not Western Mass, but like far outside of Boston. And um, the guy, the owner of the club had like a stroke and ended up in a hospital. So the, the club closed and the show got canceled. So one of the bands we were playing with called Troll Milk, I don't know if you ever heard from them. They're, they're a really cool band. You should check them out. They're like, Oi metal. <laughs> wow. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's they're, they're wild. Oh, really, you had me really at the name. <laughs> yeah, no, super, super fun band. Actually, the lead singer is my neighbor. So if you ever want to get in touch with them, let me know. And uh, he was like, hey, uh, I got this like Salem art space and the city will pay you like 50 bucks to play. And I was like, what? Like, yeah, they'll pay like like four bands 50 bucks a night to just like, it's, it's like a room. And you're like, do you want to like, since we, we can't do the show, do you want to just do the show there? And we all play like, we had like a time frame. I think a show had to be done by 10 p.m. Like, you want to play like 25 minute sets and just like rip it through? And and there was actually another show that night down the street that we wanted to go to. They're like, we'll end it in time to go see our friend's band play down the street. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm like, and so yeah, like we did it. City paid all the bands 50 bucks each. And and actually they, they charge at the door and the money goes to, some local charity. Ugh, I can't remember the name of it. I have to like look at the flyer, but so yeah, but just like total r random, like Salem thing, but we got friends. So wanting to help out and love the idea and the vision of what we were doing. And just everyone volunteered for free and like came and just did what we put together. I mean, you know, we got friends that, you know, artists that are good at, you know, building stuff and, carpenter friends and basically we looked at the script and everyone's like oh i can do that or i can do that one of my buddies does recording he's like i can help with the sound design and uh, my other buddy does like video stuff for work and he's like I, I can 
I can help, you know, edit. And uh, actually, there's a, another band from Salem called Darker Days and another band called Ghost Waves. And the singer guitarist for Ghost Waves does video work and filmed video for the other band, Darker Days. And we were fans of it. They did a video called Maniac. And I was like, well, this is really sick. So we just reached out and we were like, yo, this is like what we're doing. And he's like, well, send me the script. So I sent him the script. He's like, fuck yeah, dude, I'll film that for you guys. <laughs> it was it was just like that from like everybody. So and we just ended up putting it together and uh, it ended up it, it's we're proud of it. it. It looks pretty fucking dope. And I think uh, we're going over to budget to try to get a grant. I think it was like like under all said and done under like four thousand dollars. Wow. You, considering what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, most of the shit that we bought from Home Depot, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. I, I'm really excited. So we got to get into, so the part two, we're going to do post tour and prior to the release. Cause you, you already talked about uh, vinyl and everything that the pre-orders will lead up to about mid-October. Would you say it was like October 14th was the... Yeah, yeah. October 14th is... So, speaking of Salem, that there's a big movie theater, like an old-fashioned movie theater here. And they were like, dude, play your film on the big screen. So, we're like, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... I mean, as you know, during like Halloween season, Salem is insane. I bet. So they actually added the film. So it's what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna debut the film at Salem Cinema on the big screen in the big theater, and then after the film, we're gonna do a quick Q and A with um, everybody who was involved, and then uh, the, this band Color Killer, which I don't know if you're familiar with, but they're like 13 year old kids. Yep. Who, who play my band under the table. But they, uh, I mean, they've been on Warped Tour and everything, but they they star in the film. And so they're going to play it like a 30-minute set, and then we're going to play a 30-minute set. And then uh, we're having all the props. Like in the film, there's these giant cocoons, and they're going to be in the lobby so that people can take pictures with them and stuff. And like I've got my, I got my, I have a, a fake arm that gets like um, spikes through it when I'm crucified on this cross, and all the fake props are going to be in there. So if people want to like take pictures or look and see how we did stuff, all that stuff's going to be there. And yeah, so the 14th is when we're we're back. We're going to be debuting the film, and that's when the record goes on sale. We're going to have the record at the show for uh, people to buy. And they're listing it for Haunted Happening. So for all the tourists that are going to be in the area, that's part of the things to do when you're in Salem for October 14th, Saturday. This is awesome. So I don't even know if you... Obviously, a lot of planning went into a variety of the stuff that we've talked about. But when you consider the video that you did... And you've already described the, the process, but the album artwork, the, the track Hail the Wolf, the fact that you guys are from Salem, Massachusetts, and that it's all happening in mid-October. Like, it's like the stars align. Like if, I mean, if you planned all of this shit, because at the beginning of the interview, we were talking about how far in the past it was to try to you know, record some singles and get a label and get the stuff pressed and then plan for the tour and everything else, right? And now it's all lining up right into crazy. this. This is fantastic. <laughs> it's crazy, man. <laughs> it is. When that's all done, I think we're all going to sit back and just be like, whew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So anybody in the area should obviously go do that. Uh, is it a one-night-in-movie-theater thing? Uh, yeah, obviously, I mean, the yeah, show's... So so right now, they're playing the trailer before, like, films at the theater okay. like, as an advertisement. But, yeah, the, that that debut and that show is one night only. You can get tickets in advance. I'm 
almost definite it's going to sell out. So everybody uh, who was a part of the film gets in for free. But I think the theater holds like up close to 200 seats. Wow. So the tickets are already for pre-sale on the uh, on the theater's website. But I mean, just because it's part of Haunted Happenings, that shit fills up like so oh, I'm fast. Sure. I'm sure. So Super cool. One night only. <laughs> and depending, I mean, the, the, you know, they do, we're going to, we've been asked to jump on some film festivals. So we still have to like, there's a, a huge list of film festivals. So we have to look and, you know, pick and choose what we want to do. But I think after that, that debut, that it's, it's going to be going on some film festivals. But our producer, who's the, the, the drummer for the downhalls, she's working that angle. So I don't, I don't exactly know what we're going to do, but there is some, uh, film festivals that we're going to do in, in the future. I just don't know what they are yet. Anybody that obviously gets to attend the opening night there will get to see it. After that, you know, and based on what you just said, maybe there's a, a unknown, but when would other people, you know, the rest of the world, when's Japan going to get to see it? <laughs> um, I, think, I think we'll uh, have it up on some kind of streaming platform. Vem- Venia? What's the, the Vimeo. Uh, YouTube? Vimeo, yeah, yeah. like... I think there's some discussions on what where it's going to be hosted. Maybe on the band's website. I don't know. I got to talk to everybody about that. That's uh, too much for my brain to hold on to right now. <laughs> well, I, I want to save the details, no spoilers. The only question I have specific then is: you said it's a short film. What's its uh, approximate runtime? Uh, it's about 20 minutes. Okay. And about three minutes and 30 seconds at the end is the video, the actual song video for the awesome. song "Hail the Wolf." That's super cool. <laughs> I think I, I, I sent you guys the trailer, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to forward it to Eric. I hadn't forwarded it to Eric yet because we were just talking yesterday, and then I reached out to Eric like, Eric, hey, we're doing this tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we're doing this thing. <laughs> oh, we're doing uh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we covered what the, the part one, right? Is there anything else we haven't covered? Because we're going to have uh, Joey and Devin join you in a couple of weeks, yeah. once you guys get to do most everything we've j- talked about, obviously, you'll probably interview with us before the premiere for yeah. the short film. But just about everything else uh, will have occurred during that window. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tight. But yeah, totally. We get back from Japan on the 10th. We have a maybe like a trial run at the theater just to make sure all the sound and everything lines up because the screen's gigantic. Right. And uh, so... We'll do that on like Thursday night and then Friday, then Saturday is the, the show and the premiere. So, uh, Eric, did you have any questions? Yeah, when the fuck are you coming here? <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because I was actually supposed to go up there on work and uh, that, that trip got canceled, but I think it might get rescheduled. So I get to go, I'll go up and hang with you guys. The band, uh, I don't know. I, I know we were talking to a couple peeps doing uh, an East Coast thing, but. Uh, Salt Lake's a little far away, so we'd have to we'd have to see if there's a if there's a festival that we can jump on and then work a tour around that. That's like the easiest thing to do. And I, I showed you where you can come stay if you'd like. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll go there. We record some secret demo tracks. <laughs> yes, exactly. There we go. <laughs> Filmed live in the studio of the SLC Punkcast using none of the recording equipment. <laughs> Why does it why does it sound like someone just keeps farting in the microphone? Could <laughs> <laughs> be awesome. Yeah, no, I mean we hit the new record, the new label, uh, the short film that's going to be coming out, and the tour, and uh, then everyone's going to have to wait and see how it all works out. 
Exactly. Yes. <laughs> we'll come back and, and we'll give you all the updates and hit some, I'm sure some ridiculous shenanigans that are going to happen because they always do. <laughs> <laughs> we look forward to hearing about them. Yeah, they're, they're going to tell you how I drank the weird puffer fish and blacked out for two days. Oh, yeah, that's that's going to be the showstopper right there. <laughs> Troy was told he should only drink two beers, but he thought he could handle yeah. three. Yeah, oh, that was it. <laughs> and then he asked for another puffer fish shot. <laughs> we found him running around Osaka naked. <laughs> but it was only an eight-minute run to the next train. Yeah, yeah. Then he thought exactly. he could outrun the bullet train. <laughs> Nice. All right, cool. Troy, thank you, and have a wonderful tour. We're super excited to hear about it when you get back, and we're definitely excited to have Devin and Joey on for the first yeah, time as sure. the last interview we did with you as well for Bricks and Mortar was just you. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, uh, sometimes it's hard to get everyone together at the exact same time. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I get that, and so it'll be really cool to have everybody together. We'll talk a little bit more about the album since everybody had their hands on every single track. Yep. That's true, man. I want to thank you guys so much for always being so rad to us. And uh, the show is just so good. You've been doing it for so long, and you never uh, you never relent. So kudos on that all for you guys. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we love what we do. Yep. That was labor, labor of love, guys. Absolutely. Troy, have a great tour. Tell the guys to have a great time from us, too, and we look forward to talking to you when you get back. I will. You guys take care now. Can't wait to hear the series of events. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cheers.
stuff. Destiny, that's bricks and mortar. Uh, if you were unfamiliar with, for some reason, the, their previous work, uh, as Troy mentioned during the interview, and I want to thank Troy again for joining us, but also looking forward to all three of the band members joining us here coming up soon. But uh, he mentioned that some of those earlier tracks, and I don't know which ones, but like he came with the whole thing, and uh, the new release that is Everybody touched every every track, so kind of give you a little bit of something. Plus, again, I wanted to save some of those newer tracks for the next interview. And this particular one, uh, we hadn't played previous, so uh, hopefully you enjoyed some Bricks and Mortar. We are really excited for that part two and uh, listening to some more tracks as well, but you should definitely go pre-order it. I mean, if you like what you heard, Definitely get the vinyl. I mean, you like vinyl? That is one cool-looking vinyl. That Ghost Fingers thing that they, they got on there looks really awesome. Uh, best of luck to them on their tour, Hawaii and Japan. They will be just getting going at, on San Diego by the time some of you are hearing this. So really good stuff. We are going to start wrapping up the show. Got something new uh, from the band Diamonds and Guns, who we also played on episode 331. So if you were listening here just a little bit ago, before the interview, we were playing some stuff from the Allergics. We played them on 331. And uh, Diamonds and Guns, when we were playing that, we were talking about making cash for Heartless Crooks EP that they were going to be releasing on September 1st, and they did. Uh, we played the track So Long Chicago on episode 331. That was their early release single for the, the LP, the now out LP. Uh, Victor Ritt reached out again by way of email on September 6th. And you know what? I thought, let's play another track from the band. You can get a good idea of this cool Stockholm, Sweden band and what they're putting out on Making Cash for Heartless Crooks. If you'd listen to their previous stuff, this one kind of has... A little bit different type of a sound, not not like a different band type of sound, but just a little bit different. So it's cool. It's Diamonds and Guns. We are going to check out a track from that September 1st release that isn't the other one. It's called Oh Thanks for Friday, and it almost is. Depending on when you're listening to it, it might be Friday, and most of us can say Oh Thanks for Friday indeed. So here goes. Here's some new Diamonds and Guns.
Riders. and guns oh thanks for friday go check out the other tracks one's an intro track but there's still two other ones that we haven't played as well over on that making cash for heartless crooks ep next up we're at that point like i said wrapping up the show they're still kind of punk but maybe you know the one's acoustic and the other one's kind of a, a punk rap track so they're still kind of punk but that's how we're going to wrap up the show a couple bands out of st petersburg first as i said art to me his uh other project Confront Stage is one you might be familiar with as we've played them quite a few times. Here is his uh, Black World Part 1 solo acoustic project. I hope I got all that right. Yeah, uh, it's an album that he put out May 13th of this year. I just got the email just a few days ago, and it, it's really cool. I like the project. I got an acoustic punk thing that I'll be doing at some point on Punkadoy Worldwide. Don't know how soon. I still got a lot more tracks I need to get added to it, but another one of these, because it is a full length, there's a lot of stuff on there to check out, uh, will be definitely included on that one. But new stuff nonetheless. It's only a few months back that this came out. Uh, the name of the track is called Mon or, sorry, Morning Afternoon, but let's see if we can get it pronounced here in Russian, as it uh, should be. Here goes. So, morning, afternoon. There you go. Uh, Artemy, thank you as always, old friend. This is fantastic stuff. We'll be uh, playing this one, and then we got one more track we'll talk about here in just a moment. Here is some acoustic punk. Звездой я плыл в облаках, растворяясь в мечте, город таял во тьме. Вдали от меня настоящего нет. Это было вчера. Я шагаю вперед по узкой тропе, я и 
по своим По старым следам я ищу свою цель Что подскажет когда, когда мне повезет И наступит легко Если будет не так, я не буду сидеть Если будет война, просто надо идти Скорей на пролом, просто надо идти Шагами вперед Звездой я плыл в облаках Растворяясь в мечте Город в тьме Вдали от меня Настоящего нет Это было вчера Great stuff. Morning, afternoon was the track. A uh, cool album there from Artmigo. Look at it. We'll get to his social medias and where you can find it along. It, it's a Bandcamp page uh, also out there. But really cool. From St. Petersburg, we're going to do one more, wrap up the show. Uh, the band is Project Nikak, Nikak, uh, or Project No Way uh, also. And so let's see if I can get that pronounced for you here in Russian. It is... Project Nikak. There you go. So, uh, Project No Way is the name of it in English, and it is more of a, a punk and rap. I think there's a handful of singles. The place that it was shown to me and the only place I could find it, again, is on Spotify, but you can go check out a bunch of the tracks from uh, the band there. And VK.com, again, you can probably find confront stage there, but that's where you can find the Signum and Project Nikak, 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 something like that. Uh, I already forgot, dang it. <laughs> uh, Project No Way is easier. Uh, I have a harder time screwing that one up. Uh, anyway, for the band, each track is filled with acute social themes, cheerful rapping and screaming, a lot of good combination if you're into kind of the rap, hip-hop, uh, punk combination. Well, Look no further. Here's one from St. Petersburg. Uh, from the band we're going to play, I believe it's the newest single. came out on August 30th, and it's called Reno. Uh, here goes. Может на войну пойду, может ядерный удар Не 
достали шанса На работу не хочу, на работу не пойду В этот раз прекрасный день я хочу напиться Я свободный молодой, я свободный и больной Я свободный молодой Буду веселиться Я свободный молодой, я свободный и больной Я свободный молодой Буду веселиться Под веном, залезаем на рено Лопа боя же стекло, как мечты разбита Я гуляю под луной, заливаю в рот пивко Я свободный молодой Буду веселиться Буду веселиться, буду веселиться Буду веселиться, буду веселиться Свои тату я работу не найду И прикинуть не смогу, как встречать не старость Все равно не доживу, знал бы как мне похую Будущее под вопросом миру как тирана Я свободный молодой, я свободный и больной Я свободный молодой Буду стереться. Я свободный молодой, я свободный и больной Я свободный молодой Буду стереться. Project No Way from St. Petersburg, good stuff. As I was trying to say ahead of time though, I mean, these bands, uh, the two at the end there, aren't too distant from punk, if, if even that much at all. Like, you know, so it's not as much away from punk at the end of the show, but nonetheless, great stuff. Artemy, thank you. Uh, thank you to all the bands for reaching out and sharing their music. Thank you to Troy for taking the time for the interview and looking forward to that part two. Hopefully they have a blast on tour. I want to thank everybody for listening all the way up to this point for episode 334. We're wrapping it up now. You can find us on Auto <laughs> on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Player FM, Podvine, Podchaser, Verbal, and SLCPunkCast.com. You can go check out Pow Radio, streaming music 24-7. There's an app over on uh, Google Play or Play Store for Android. You can go check that out. Uh, working on the Apple one. I don't know if we'll get around to it. It's it's like ready, but long story short, you have to have like a developer account, which I don't have, and then it's a subscription. So it's like another $100 a year on top of everything else outgoing for all of these projects that nothing is incoming for, which is good because that's not that wasn't the goal, but at the same time, uh, funds at some point are limited and can't just do everything. So... Uh, hopefully, an uh, Apple one, uh, hopefully, uh, you, you can go listen online regardless, even on your iPhones and such. You don't have to have the app, but obviously, I know ha having the apps are convenient. But go check out Pow Radio. Uh, the bands, again, are, they're going to be found over on Instagram at bodaggett underscore punk, at the young Rochelles, at leninkat.com. 
uh, of official. So you know how that goes. Uh, at the Allergics UK, at Bricks and Mortar Oi, and that's the letter N, Bricks and Mortar Oi, Bricks and Mortar Oi, at Diamonds and Gun Guns dot official, at Artemy Volinsky, uh, and then at Confront underscore stage, if you want to go see Confront stage over on Instagram as well. A couple of those bands will be found on VK.com if you would like to go uh, over there and check their, them out. Obviously, that, that social media I'm not as familiar with, but I'm sure you can follow and see what the bands are up to there as well. Then Eric is found, so you can go keep up with Eric at scary uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC, and that's on Facebook. Uh, his bands are found at anonymous underscore band official on Instagram, at anonymous SLC on Facebook. Uh, at anonymousslc.bandcamp.com if you want to go check out the music for his band, Anonymous. His band, The Apathetics, are at theapathetics.slc on Facebook. At the or, Sorry, that's Instagram. At the Apathetics on Facebook. At theapathetics.bandcamp.com for the music. And they will have some new stuff coming out very soon, which we'll probably be playing. So you'll know when to go look, but feel free to go follow them there. And you'll know probably before we even get around to playing it. Unless Eric uh, has early release copies before it gets released to everybody else. Which he's in the band he should. At lead melodies underscore podcast on Instagram, at lead.melodies.podcast.soc over on Facebook. That is his other podcast, which he hasn't done anything in a couple of years, but he keeps mentioning it because he intends to when things start to slow down for him and he can do more than just this podcast and everything else he's got going on with his two bands. The podcast can be found, his podcast, anchor.fm forward slash lead hyphen melodies. And he also manages the SLC Hardcore page on Facebook at SLC Hardcore. You can go check it out there. See all of the hardcore shows and hardcore adjacent, as it were, shows, flyers and such that come to Salt Lake City. The bands are found on Facebook at The Young Rochelles at LennonCat.Official. And again, that's L-E-N-I-N-C-A-T at BlackChrome.A-O-T-E-A-R-O-A. -A -A. I don't know what A-O-T-E-A. Teoria. I don't know what that's supposed to be, but I spelled it out for you, so you should be able to find them. At the Allergics UK, at Bricks and Mortar Oi, at Diamonds and Guns Band, at Artemy Poems, and again, go check the other bands out on VK.com. Thank you to everybody. Thank you for listening all the way up to this point. And Eric usually wraps it up with some final thoughts, so we'll wait until the next time to see what his final thoughts would be. So here goes. Play the fucking outro.